0: If you are an estate agent letting agent or someone who's interested in the property market then this the uk property market stat show is for you today i'm joined by special guest brian mansell welcome to brian in a second and this show is looking at the property market in the UK right here, right now. An awful lot of stats out there. The, the, the land registry is six, seven months out of date. The the Halifax and Nationwide is a couple of months out of date. But if we are seeing what's happening on the market right here, right now, we can see where the property market is going to be going. We're going to be looking at listings. We're going to be looking at price reductions, sales agreed, fall throughs um, and net sales and exchanges. With this week, we're joined by Brian Mansell for the Week 48 show, and Week 48 is Monday the 27th of November, all the way through to Sunday the 3rd of December, inclusive. This will be the last show of the year, because December stats do tend to drop off, although it is my intention to have a year-end special, um, and, and more details of that to follow on my social media platforms. Um... We The show itself will last approximately an hour long, and the first half an hour to 35 minutes, we'll look at the national figures. We'll then spend a couple of minutes looking at the regional figures. We don't spend too long there, but you're able to download those free of charge. And then finally, we end up our town or a city. And this week, we are going to the metropolis, Brian, of Grimsby and Cleethorpes in northeast Lincolnshire. Fantastic.
1: Uh, have you ever been, Brian? i have yes absolutely uh, my brother's got family there as well so uh I, they they got quite a bit but um great part of the world great people
0: good stuff good stuff big fi- uh, fishing port and um yeah i've got a lot of friends up there it is it is nice and uh i think what we'll do brian is let people that haven't come to listen to us babbling on so shall we dive a rooney in and have a look at this week's stats okay
1: yeah let's get on with it absolutely <laughs>
0: Hey, so as always i'll just spend uh we'll, we'll start off with listings i'll just sh- I'll look at the stats and then brian you can add your input in so the week stats this week are that we have put onto the market 21 824 properties so the number of listings is dropping off but as you can see that compared to 17 18 and 19 it, it, i would expect that in this type of market year to date we put 1.5 1 million properties on the market the average price of a property coming on the market in the last week is 403000 And as I said, we've put $21,824. Thoughts on our listings, Brian?
1: Well, I remember, you know, we've obviously done a few of these shows, and I've, I'm an avid viewer of your um, of your other guests as well. And, and there was a point I remember middle of the year, maybe early in the year, quarter one, where we looked at and we thought, oh, look, it's following a similar pattern to 2019 and 2018 and so on and so on. And it's you know di- it's different to the COVID years, and of course now we're at the tail end of the year. It's literally followed it all the way, hasn't it? So kind of like a normal market. I appreciate there's challenges with buyers and sellers, but actually uh, the number of listings coming on has sort of tracked around a similar type of number.
0: Right, this is a oh, this is a load of bollocks. Right, I've got the wrong fucking stats in here. Quality, um actually mate it was actually the right one. I was looking at the wrong fucking stats. All beat one town. To I tell you it's a bit early on the bloody Wednesday morning. <laughs> All yeah. right, there goes go, Sam. okay. Right. <laughs> so apologies, ladies and gentlemen, for the swearing. I just had a meltdown there then fucking hell I got the wrong stats in there. All right, okay, they are the right stats. Right. So down. this week. So this week, 21,824 listings. Oh dear, that was all a bit squeaky bum time. Okay, let's get back to the Now <laughs>
1: oh, you've got better bounce back ability, Chris. Let's see how you uh, get on.
0: We'll off. be absolutely fine. So this week, we have got 21. <laughs> hey. hey, there you go. That's about right, kids. Okay, where were we, mate? Sorry.
1: <laughs> we were talking about the fact that, as we said at the beginning of the year, this looks like it could be a comparative year in terms of trend. And it's pretty much turned out to be um, numbers slightly less over, overall compared to 18 but actually it's tracked the pre covid years
0: it it certainly has on listings i mean to give you an idea year to date in terms of where we are with listings i'll just pull the stat runes up and they are the correct ones <laughs> <laughs> oh it's plenty throw me that one that is oh yeah come on get back in come on what can be real
1: are... life this is good right we're not i mean i know people think you're perfect chris but look no, really... bloody,
0: far from perfect <laughs> right here we go right okay i have just pulled the stats up now that we are 99.26 percent year to date of listings compared to the average of 17 18 and 19. And yep. interestingly, whilst I know we're going to touch on this in a bit, but for gross sales, we are 94.35% year to date on yep. gross sales compared to 17, 18, and 19, and 90.28% on net sales.
1: What about exchanges?
0: Well, I would expect next because net sales is gross sales minus with with, with minus fall throughs. I would say that net sales are going to be almost identical because of the very nature that, in essence, a net sale is going to be an exchange.
1: Yeah, apart from the fact they won't be tracking at the same time. They
0: won't be tracking at the same time. But in terms of a cumulative year to date, 90.3%. 90, 90.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Which is difficult for estate agents simply because of cash flow costs have gone up. Although house prices have gone up. I mean, we, and if in a few of the shows, we've noticed is, is that is that the house prices have gone up by roughly the same amount as inflation so if house prices have gone up then your fees have gone up now again i know your costs have gone up as estate agents but you know it's not all as end of the world as some doom mongers uh, shout out again it all depends on what fees that you are actually getting okay let's get back um let's get back to uh the stats okay, so anything else on the uh listings before we move and
1: no no I think it's like like we've said it's um it's a comparative and that you've covered it all there
0: interestingly this um the I've got the up to date information for the end of november the this is the number of properties that are presently for sale or was on the first of december um and we uh started the month on six hundred and thirty three thousand nine hundred and fifty one properties. And the yellows and the numbers relevant to them are the same months going back to 2017. It's interesting, This more, uh, last night I put on a, a LinkedIn poll and said, how, how much more properties do you think are on the market today compared to 18? And I did leave a little, you know, I said 30% more, 20% more, 10% more or 2% less and thankfully most people haven't taken the trap but I would actually I would have assumed that a lot of agents would have gone well, There's a lot more properties today than there was in 18. I mean when you're comparing it to 21 where there was only 397 that is a big jump but again let's be honest 21 was an exceptional year wasn't it
1: yeah yeah that period between 617 and 527 the COVID years is um as we've always said it's hard to compare but actually it is interesting that you know the number of properties for sale at the moment at 633 you know is comparable back to 18 is that 6372 yeah. yeah. 2018 so look i mean you know we've got a market with the only difference between now and then is, is interest rates but it clearly isn't putting people off moving home which is uh and it never does right everyone you know this is where a lot of people who are not industry experts come out and talk about when markets begin to change that oh my god it's all going to be horrible last year and i remember vividly people like yourself myself Number of other commentators that are experienced in these markets said this is an opportunity, right? This is not going to be a complete, you know, meltdown because people move. And I would challenge anybody to to be worried about this. Having worked in the '80s and '90s when the market was horrendous, and people still move home because they had to.
0: And I think interestingly, Richard Rawlings made a great post on LinkedIn a couple of days ago. Do go and check it out, where he says we as agents should should if the market is on a falling basis
1: pricing correctly. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't. You know, people want to move because they want to move, and yeah. I think a lot of I think a lot of people forget that most people move up market. So actually, a falling market make makes things better. It's just that it's their their perception. Again, an all, I think an awful lot. Uh, of overvaluing is done to the fact is that a awful lot of, of the larger estate agents pay on listings commission yeah. and also i think the type of personality agents hate rejection the type of personality type that makes them good agents means that they don't like rejection and therefore they'll do everything in their powers not to lose a property although again there's an interesting phrase is that you need to be the first choice second agent and if the property market is slowing down then what are you doing to capture the property the second time
1: well, Chris, I think the biggest problem in estate agency land when it comes to listings is not any of that. Truthfully, I think it well, it, it is that, but it's the lack of a USP, which means in the absence of anything that separates you from your competition, well, then what does your fees do? Your pricing does. That's it. So I mean, that's what people fall back on because there is nothing, do nothing to um, to differentiate.
0: It's interesting. My um, myself and my uh, PA, we we target particular towns or cities uh when we're looking because my as i'm sure i know you're aware but some people who are watching i help letting agents attract landlords to their letting agency and it's interesting is is that all the websites are the same you know they've got the word professional local knowledge that they all do we all go on right move we all go on zoopla we all have the cell boards They're, they're all the same uh hardly anyone has meet the team you'd be amazed how many people don't have meet the team Yeah, no pictures of. We are in a people business, but no one actually publishes pictures of them. And don't even get me on the subject of doing personal branding and videos. But you know, they don't even put the bloody pictures on it. Let alone do. Sorry, get off Oh, oh, get off my soapbox.
1: I I liken it to service stations. You know, you pull into any one of them on any motorway, and they will be exactly the same.
0: You're absolutely right there. I like that. I'm going to to steal that one off you.
1: (laughs) You carry on. Okay.
0: So price reductions this week are on 12200 um, well, you know, Just to give you an idea, ladies and gentlemen, we have been running around on average of 20,000 price reductions per, per week um, this year. But obviously, the, the number has dropped off. But as you can see here, it does naturally we drop off.
1: want to off. pop the graph back on, Chris, because we haven't got screen share on at the moment.
0: My apologies. I will punish myself severely. There we go.
1: I know early, but there yeah. you go. <laughs> there we go. See
0: it now. So there, you go. there's the graph. Is is that you know on average twenty thousand? Interestingly, for the most of this year, price reductions have been higher than the, the than the weekly average, as I would expect because the number of reductions of bit, number of properties on the market has certainly been higher, but also agents reducing them as well. The average price of a property being reduced is 363,000 which again the running average is 401,600
1: um and that's, if- that's that's sorry on that previous slide that is not uncommon okay in terms of the trend that you've said that there was a period in the middle uh, of the year where the number of price reductions was far exceeding what we'd seen before in terms of reaction to the market but the good news is that when you see that rate of drop begin to slow with the estate agents i.e. they're not reducing as many properties what you're kind of seeing from that is the market has corrected itself and agents have understood have learned the market and are hopefully pricing more accurately at the outset
0: or it's christmas party season who knows well yeah i just ladies and gentlemen on this uh, this can be downloaded if you go to youtube in the description scroll the way down to the bottom there's a link at the bottom where you can download all these graphs and charts and as you can see here we've got national price change and basically the green means there's more and red means that there is less and you can see here as brian rightly says is that in june july and august we were running an average of around 20 to twenty-three thousand price reductions a month you all went on holiday in august you came back and then everyone was reducing prices. And then as you say, you you go in a different uh, downward direction. Interestingly, one of the charts that doesn't get seen an awful lot, but I think it's important if you're bringing this up. So I'll just pull it up down here. Hold on, is, here we go, hold on. Price changes as a percentage of listings and you can see here okay so we have the national figures here and again you can download these ladies and gentlemen um in high resolution um and we'll just take that down to 65 hold on there we go
1: what you're basically showing the people that are watching this is this is the number of properties as a percentage that are being reduced and the percentages of the stock they've got for sale yes Isn't it, is Sorry, the listings
0: isn't it interesting though that there are regional differentiations here so if you can look on average in the southeast 70.27 percent of properties i'll just make that a bit bigger there we go there we go so the the agents the the areas that seem to be really high on price are the southeast and the east midlands and the east of england whilst the ones that are not so good on price changes but again that doesn't mean they're not so good it just means that they're, they're reducing less of them are our friends in the north as you can see here northeast and northwest so whether is that because yorkshire agents are more realistically priced with their properties i don't know or do east midlands and the east uh do they overprice again i just find it fascinating that there are such huge regional differential differences and is it you know
1: I mean- there's a lot there's a there's a not an easy explanation because as you quite rightly say there's a number of reasons for that but actually when you take a specific town that has a uh, a portfolio of similarity all right a similar portfolio i.e. 80% of the stock is a two bed terraced house well then it is significantly easier to get the pricing right from the very beginning when you're taking a stock and take it where i live in the lakes you know you you draw a circle around me of 5 miles you'll have no two properties are the same you know so how do you get that right? And it's, Or how do you get it close, I should say, because you're not supposed to get it right. So that has a, a big factor in this as well.
0: Good stuff. Right then. So let's get back to the normal stats. And we're going to move on to gross sales. Okay. So this week, we have sale agreed on 19,057 properties. And you can see on the graph here, that we are tracking 17 18 and 19 quite nicely a cumulative gross sales year to date is just over a million the average price of a property selling this week is three hundred fifty-one thousand six hundred pounds thoughts on this Brian
1: well again I mean no surprises there uh you've just taken the graph off the screen I'll
0: bring it back there you go sorry
1: yeah again no surprises following a similar trend although slightly as you can see when we talked about this in the middle of the year there was a bit of a and it's absolutely natural, bit of a drop in sales because people weren't attacking the prices as quickly as possible. So there's always going to be a bit of an anomaly in the middle of the year where you attack the stock to get the properties into the right sort of pricing strategy, which then naturally what follows that is an uplift in sales. And I guess we're still you know, seeing the remnants of that because the, as you can see there, the, the 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 graph around week 20, week 35, where there was a bit of a dip people away, The number of sales have picked up and then continued on a relatively steady basis in comparison to the years before where they've been a bit up and down um, as we got towards the tail end of the year. So it kind of shows what we knew would happen. Get the stock on, get the prices down, sales will follow. But that trend will take a bit longer if you're not getting prices down as rigorously and um, as savagely as you needed to do to get to effect a sale. And of course, you know, we've seen the market where estate agents are facing a year that they haven't had for a long time. And so, of course, naturally, they will dip their toe in on a price change. It won't be effective enough. Then you'll have a four week delay. Then you do it again. And then the second time around, it actually activates the sale. What they've probably learned is let's get it cut correctly at the very well listed correctly at the right sort of price and be brave with it because we've now got comparable sales to show prices. And if we are going to take something on that might be not at our initial price, we've got to work that down as quickly as possible. Otherwise, we're just going to, um, you know, um, carry stock that will end up being withdrawn or sold through somebody else later on.
0: Interestingly, uh, at the start of the year, we we for the first month, we were about 100% of 23 versus the
1: 17,
0: 18, 19 average. She then started to drift to the 97s and 90, 98, 6s throughout the spring. And then in the summer, she dipped down to around 95. And then she dipped down to 94 in August. But since August, we have been treading water at 94%. In fact, we're going slightly upwards now. Not much, but we, we, the, the rot has stopped. So again, I think you're absolutely right, Brian. We have to revisit our traditional estate agency handbook, estate agency 101 and again, um,
1: well, I'm, Chris, I'm... sorry to interrupt you, but this is something quite significant to mention here because since I was last appeared on your show, I've actually been out listing with an agent, um, and I won't name them. Um, but I had a wonderful uh, invitation to head to a northern uh, northern seaside town, which I spent the day in, and I went out on three appraisals with them, and I actually engaged in some pitching whilst I was doing it and chatted, and actually it did remind me of how some in some cases, no matter what evidence preparation research you've got when you're sat on a couch and the the person selling says yes but I need to get this for it it's a very difficult thing to do because you know you've got someone coming in after you and you've had someone before you who as she evidenced well they told me they could get that no problem and you're now having to have a conversation say look that's not right this is where the market is for this property uh, yeah but I need to get this for it because I can't pay my mortgage and da 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 It's a very unique set of circumstances and very challenging for agents. So it is absolutely um, correct for them to try something, you know, because you never know. Try and get it on, try. But then you've got to educate through statistics and and evidence as quickly as possible that, look, we've done our best at this. If you want to sell your house now, this is where it needs to be. What do you want to do?
0: Well, you take words oh, out of my mouth because what I was going to say is this is that um if if we started if we had the Estate Agents Act 2024 to replace the Estate Agents Act 1989? Uh, is it 79? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Obviously the year you were born, Brian. Uh yeah. So <laughs> 71 baby. <laughs> okay. Save me a bit. we're, we're only wishing. Um I mean, one decree I would say is, is the person that puts the houses on the market must be the person that manages the vendor and doesn't leave it to floss, who's only been in this agency two years, who doesn't know how to get the prices, prices down. If you put the house on the market, then you have the balls to put the, take the price down when it doesn't move. And don't give me that BS I ain't got enough time, because I'm calling BS on that.
1: No, I, I just think well, the bit you've missed there is that you should be training whatever her name is. If you've been there two years, you should be trained by now to do those conversations. <laughs> You
0: are oh, <laughs> <laughs> training okay then i know you're <laughs> the tra- i know your missus is a trainer but uh, here you go. this is the thing that blows my mind okay there are about 10 000 to twelve thousand, depending on which metric you look at firms in a state agency okay brands we we get rid of all the, the the top 50 who are large enough to have their own training department although most of them don't but some of them do okay I challenge anyone to give me 10 estate agency trainers in the UK. 10 estate agency trainers to go between 10,000 bloody estate agents. And don't well, get basically, you. Basically
1: and- they're trainers, don't they? They like to think they can They think they think can do it, but they don't.
0: They. You went on a course with Bloody Countrywide 20 years ago, and you still think, you know, I'm thinking, sorry. No. No, mate. No, remember you 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 had the course notes, but you, you, let's be honest, you were only there for the sandwiches at lunchtime and, and you, you yeah. didn't notice of it.
1: You still got the folder on the top shelf of your office with all neatly leaned up that you've never looked at.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I do find it fascinating that we think we're professional, but none of us actually do any professional development. I know, I know. it's unbelievable, isn't it, it? It is unbelievable. Right, let's get back. Let's get back off our, you know, we are soapbox heaven today. Okay, so um, yeah, so number of sales agreed, just over a million so far this year. As yeah. I said, the price ch- uh, agreed 351. Um, interestingly, uh, this is a graph that we like to look at. Yeah. This a new graph last few weeks, we look at the average price coming on the market versus the average price of a property selling. That doesn't mean it gets dropped that amount, it's just that the lower price properties have a higher propensity to sell, which means it's going to drag the average down. The average of that this week is hold on a second it's 15 percent, which is still below the long-term seven-year average of about 17 percent. but if it's somewhere in those mid late teens it is a good thing if it's below 9 10 then it ring, starts to ring alarm bells and if it's over 20 we're getting some toppy properties coming on the market right where were we let's get back to the graph for it is? okay okay Fall throughs. Okay. So this week, fall throughs are continuing to drop with 4,548, which is the uh, fantastic week for fall No
1: surprise that. No surprise. We've got more agents using Gazil than ever before. <laughs> no, it's, it's only taking 20 minutes to drop that one in, isn't it? Hey, it's taken me three, five hours of your shows before I drop that in. I've never done it before. No, it's good news. It's always good news to see that coming down
0: good stuff right okay then let's just um uh, where are we go. there we go um percentage of properties reduced this week are um hold on a second we'll just just pull the two seconds there we go uh 23.87 percent which is uh the first time for a while it will now actually last few weeks as uh so Yep, 23.87%, which is again, let's just look at where we were a, a year ago. We were knocking on the door of 40% when we had the Liz Trust uh, budget. Yeah. Oh, here we are, 23.87%. So we're below the seven year average for all seven years, not just um, not just this week, but the, the whole seven years. And then there you go, there's that fabled 22. We can remember that. And then, as I said, there's the price rush, there's the number of fall throughs based on this week on a standalone basis any thoughts on this brett
1: just like i've always said it's still a billion pound problem if you've got prices beginning to rise commissions rising and your deal still doesn't get through it's still going to be a pain the bigger problem though is what we're not looking at here is the amount of time that people are spending on this and the amount of time people are spending on you know on getting transactions through uh in agency it's a misallocation of, of, of biblical proportions of time being allocated to a very, very long transaction. And obviously the news this week, which I definitely want to have i I've got a question to pose to you before the end of the show, with um information up front, is this, you know, could this be the start of a, a re engineering of our process that actually starts to make everything much better for people? I hope so.
0: Well it's almost it I have no issue with hips. I think it's hips by the back door, isn't it? Yeah. And so nothing wrong with that. As long, as long as it is as long as it is uh run well and it and it is pretty well um and again I just think it is ladies and gentlemen just you know we're not we're not in the job of promoting but I think it is important that um Brian runs something called gazelle now there are other who run what's called reservation agreements there are other firms out there that do reservation agreements so let's just get that out of the way but the reservation agreement your fall-throughs are in single figures aren't they Brian
1: five percent well just less than five percent now yeah
0: okay we've said before that the pro- fall through rate this year is 25.61 percent, which means that one in four of your properties that are one in four of your properties are falling through because you know and that's lost money whilst with reservation agreements Gazil, other firms are available You've got one in 15, one in 16 properties falling through, which means that more, less people are going to be for uh, people, more people are going to move. You're going to be paid more. It's a no win. Si- it is a sorry, a win win. Sorry, situation. And I think an awful lot of the issue is, is that is you, you do need your team on board on this don't, or with reservation agreements, don't, especially your valuers, don't you?
1: Well, I think, yeah, I mean, this is not the platform for it, but there's a bigger, the, the thing that we've seen that has been far more dramatic than any change in fall-through rates has been simply making people feel much better about themselves when they agree a, price, agree a sale. You know, the agreement that we create is designed to wrap itself around anything that's agreed between a seller and a buyer directly. And that just makes them both feel much better. So your sales are starting in a position where people are happier than they would be without it um, and more certain. And that is a better place for everyone to be whether it falls through or not is kind of largely irrelevant because there are some things that you just can't stop from, from breaking. Um, but actually if you've got, if you can make people feel better about a process that they are extremely nervous about, then the world's a better place in my opinion.
0: Excellent. Right. Net sales. So this is the, uh, on a week by week basis, we have so many properties that agree a sale. And then we have a certain number of properties that fall through from your existing chain mm-hmm. take one away from the other and we have the number of net sales and this week number of net sales is hold on a second 14 and a half thousand brian okay i just wanted to check that because I want
1: to do
0: <laughs> I before. I was, i've got more windows open than, than the, than the Anglo- Hotel. yeah yeah and i'm just going oh my god okay um, interestingly, we for the for the third we have broken through the 17 to 19 average, which I think is fantastic to see. Which means now that this number here at 90.3 is actually rising. Okay, it's been drifting downwards for quite a while, but it's now rising. So we are now okay. It's not it's not going to match uh, the the we're not going to get up to 17 to 19 in the next four weeks, but the rot has stopped. Okay. Um, And it is net sales that are going to turn, that basically are your exchanges.
1: And I think, sorry, Chris. Yeah, the thing is, it's going to be very interesting to see Q1, okay? Because when we get there, um, what have, what have we learned? You know, what has this year, which, you know, August last year kind of caught everyone by surprise. They were slow to react. The market began to show that sign in the early part of the year. um, And then we've seen the, you know, we've seen the graphs. And actually, even though the net sales are down, the recovery has been very clear. And it's a case of what are we now going to do differently going into next year? What what is our approach going to be? How are we pricing? What have we learned? The thing that scares me the most about our, our industry is do we learn the lessons of success? And what I mean by that is we're regularly looking at things that have gone wrong, but actually we should be looking also as rigorously at things that we've done right and actually how has that you know how have our numbers recovered look let's look at the 10 sales we've done recently and what can we learn from that data when do we get it on what do we do with the price what you know what do we do with the call out how many people viewed it so on and so on now is there a blueprint that we've got that we can now use as our operating strategy for 2024 rather than just go oh we've just done 400 grand it was down on 450 the year before let's i you know i reckon we'll do 600 this year which i'm afraid is most people's business strategy meetings um and then they put that on the negotiating staff to try and deliver high numbers when they're not actually properly looking at at, at what's happening getting into the into the reads of it
0: absolutely fantastic insight there
1: brian do that we'll have a solid they'll have a really good year next year whatever challenges they've had this year they will be able to build on that and improve it for next year and have a better place to be, be in a better financial position, and better, you know, have the staff more motivated, yes. etc.
0: So, in essence, what you're saying is learn what you've done well, yeah. Learn what you haven't done so well and take the lessons from both to make 24 Absolutely. a great exactly. year. Okay. You know,
1: there's things like you know, one of the one of the a really important takeaway here is why don't you contact your 10 most recent exchanges, sales, listings, whatever. And do a survey with them. Take, you know, what would you do differently, Mr. Seller, Mr. and Mrs. Seller? What brought you to us in the end? Have we got the source of how they came to us so we know what's working? Let's do more of that. You know, what you know, what have you enjoyed about this process? Right, That's. let's take these and now let's nail this down. This is our blueprint for success. And we are going to now rigorously process that and deal with that with all of our clients.
0: I can't say much more than that, mate, so I'm not going to ruin that one. <laughs> okay okay so uh the percentage difference uh right so these are the the graphs which we looked on the graph before between the average price listing average price sold this is in a bit more detail for you for you data geeks out there price changes as a percentage of listings or at 56.1 percent which is higher than the seven year weekly average um and gross sales as a percentage of listings again we're at 87 which is more than the running average of 76 um anything you
1: want to say on this one no just really encouraging that um you know at the 87 percent, it's it's creeping the right way you know we're you know we're selling more of what we've got which is always good because an instruction is a cost liability on an agency business until it becomes an asset which is when it exchanges so the quicker you can get that cost class into asset class then the quicker you're going to make loads more money and be happier
0: so excellent good stuff Right. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, we have these graphs here for all the regions, East Midlands, Inner London, Outer London, Southeast, Southwest, Wales, Northeast, Northwest, Yorkshire, and Scotland and Wales. Uh, They're all available to download. And we're not going to spend too long on these simply because on YouTube, the the resolution isn't brilliant. um, And also we can spend hours on this and we don't want to take up too much of your time, but you can download these for your own benefit um going forward um and, and compare your office against the regional picture and we've also got some other uh, graphics here which show you how um, you know stuff like growth sales as percentage of listings price changes as percentage of listings and fall throughs net sales and other groovy stuff um what i would say to you ladies and gentlemen before we move on and look at the town focus is that all the graphs are available to download free of charge uh, all I ask is that, and you can use them on your valuations to show that, and your valuers can use them to show you know what you're talking about if you need to get a price reduction and stuff like that. All I ask is that they're not used on social media, um but you can use them internally and at valuations. Okay, okay, Brian. Shall we? Any f- thoughts before we move on and go to Grimsby and Cleethorpes?
1: Well, I've got a question, uh, and this might scupper your, um you know, your process, but I've got a question that I'm. We might not have the answer for today, but I think it's definitely one to pose on social media, maybe for your audience. But with the release of by trading standards of the uh, mandatory upfront information now on property sales, uh, property listings rather, um, has the industry, like everything else, sort of boiling a little bit. Um, What do we believe that the transparent property information being presented upfront by a seller to an agent, an agent to the market, what impact will that have on pricing? That's the question. <clears throat> I've got a view taken largely from my time with HIPS. Markets very different compared to 2007 and 2008, but I'm interested to know. So, and listen, let me give you this sort of theory. You know, you go around to Mrs. Miggins' house and she tells you that, uh, you know, this is my lovely house. And you think, oh yeah, great. This is gonna be four, 4.50, 4.75 any day of the week. And then she tells you, because she has to, disclose various construction various other elements that she's got crap broadband rubbish you know she's got 3G um she's got damp in the back bedroom and so on and so on you've now got to share this information regardless of whether you want to or not and you've got to do it in print and you've got to do it on your property adverts how is your psyche, how is your psyche going to change about the price advice you now give to that client Are you still going to go down the road of let's get it on and see, knowing that it's going to be a challenge, or are you actually going to be uh, more concise now and and take these things into account with your pricing? And and whichever the answer is, because we don't know yet, whatever the answer is going to be, it's going to affect pricing one way or the other, which ultimately could have an impact on transactions next year.
0: You would hope that it would make agents... uh a lot more structured and a lot more aware to, uh, to to put on the property on the right price. I suspect that the vast majority of estate agents, it's all knowing the type of personality type is, is that, yeah, let's get it on and we'll worry about it afterwards.
1: That's my fear, is exactly that. Well, we don't know what people are going to say yet, so let's put it on at this price and see what happens.
0: Yeah, you've got to have it on the market. We can always sort it out after. I'm not letting them bastards down the road have it on the market.
1: But what it's what it does present is an incredible opportunity for agents, for the right people who are doing this job to actually, you know, forget the fact that I mean, and, and for me, this is the biggest, this is my usual whenever I do these shows, my mic drop moment. Okay. Remove the word valuation from your business tomorrow and replace it with advice. We are here to give you advice. We're not here to value your property. We will give you advice regarding the process that you are gonna go through to get from this house to your next one. And part of that process is we'll do a bit of marketing, some assessments, some feedback, and then we actually help you with the transaction. Drop the word valuation, remove the word valuers from, you know from your vocabulary quickly because the the landscape let me tell you has completely changed with what information you are now needing to get on a property up front and I think it's good I think it creates a wonderful opportunity going into 2024 for a re- a re-engineering of our approach to this um for the better to make us more professional to make it more upper class to charge more fees you know because this information this is not something that you know you'll worry about later you got to do it right this, now the guidance is very clear why don't you actually you know you do it and maybe use a third party or do it yourself but there could be a, there's going to be a cost or you ask your seller to provide that information to you and there'll be a cost so it presents an opportunity we we are all nervous of going back to the days of hips but this does present us with a, a way uh-huh. the agents can model it themselves Without being told by the government you got to charge up front for this. Someone that
0: hasn't looked at the regulations, when does uh section B and Section C come into action? Last um, Thursday. So every property currently on the market.
1: You've got the, the trading standards are giving you a 12 month window to get this into place. What they've learned is part A, they gave you a run in and said from that point, you got to do it. And everybody struggled because systems had to be changed and so on and so on. So what they've learned from that and why they've delayed it so long is they've said, look, go live now. And rather than say, you've got to do it by, you know, in three months time in February, 2024, which is, this is the same time period they did it last time. Instead of that, we're going to assess over the next 12 months to see what progress you're making. And then we might come down and say, right, you've now got to do it or let's have a bit longer. So um, it's, so what the, the point of this ultimately is the estate agents that are watching this need to understand that they've got the opportunity to shape the market the way that we want to have it rather than looking at classic stuff the keyboard warriors come out oh this is going to wreck everything who's going to get this information this is like hips and like go and just go and do something else you lot because actually for the sensible people in our industry this presents a fabulous opportunity for agents to remodel Part of hips, however you want to call it that, but do it the way you want to do it. And ultimately, this is not a question of, should we or should we not have this information up front? We should. How is it distributed? How is it collected? Are the questions to answer? And how does it affect the pricing of the property? Because it shouldn't affect transactions only positively.
0: Fantastic. Love your soapbox moments, mic drop moments, everything. Okay, what I'd like to do now is do the last part of the show where we go and focus on Cleethorpes. Go to Grimsby. Grimsby, here we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so the purpose of this is we are looking at Grimsby and Cleethorpes we are using the platform called 20ea insights 20ea a firm have lots of different platforms we're just using the insight platform uh this is available for state agents they offer a free version um and then if you give them some shekels uh you, you have a much more uh fuller version which goes back further in time um i'm not being paid to um mention um or or, or get any kickbacks from it I'm just a huge fanboy of the 20EA platform, the Insights platform, because it does actually cat if you're actually performing, it actually can prove you, if you want to charge a higher fee, uh, it, it, if your stats are backing that up, you can actually prove that you're a better estate agent. So Brian, let's let's dive in and let's have a look at
1: at, at this. The word so, you're looking for is it provides logical certainty for people when they're putting across their argument.
0: Well, there you go, Ace. Good job, some of us are in wordsmiths because I'm not. There we go. So, for the purposes of this, we are looking at the postcodes of DN 31 through to 37 and DN 41 as well. Okay. The Insights platform is like a Right Move Plus report on steroids with a Saturn V strapped to the back with big lasers and glitter balls coming out its nose. Okay. Just love it to be. (laughs) That's Uh, it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so uh, in terms of this, let us firstly just spend a little bit of time looking at the stock levels. And uh, what would be particularly interesting is we let's look at just November. So, for the purposes of the, all those postcodes combined, in November 2018, 1,681 properties were sale. And and again, not in as uh, 20 to, so 18 was 16, then 19 was 17, and then 20 was 17. It dropped down to 997 in 21, and then you can see in 22, 148, and now we're back up to 2008. So therefore, the number of properties that are currently on the market is very, very similar to what was happening in 17, 18 or 19. And especially in November this year, compared to the last in 17, 18, 19, they are approximately 10 or 15 percent higher. Okay, um, let's get down to the nitty gritties. The stuff that the agents really love is let us see who the agents are. So uh, I'll whiz through these, Brian, and then you can give some commentary. So let's just make it. So so we're looking between the 1st of January, 2018 and the 5th of December, 2023. We're looking at new instructions here and the average price of a property that's come on the market, the 22,627 properties since the 1st of January, 2018 been £170,000 and let us see who the agents have uh have been putting the property to the market so the first one is Crofts and uh we can see here that their market share has been bumbling along between 15 and 10 percent. obviously now I'll tell you what I will do Brian because it just does screw the figures up slightly I'm just going to take it I'm going to do full months I think there we go because then that will just give a little bit more because if, if you put like 10 houses on the market on the 1st, it does screw the figures up a bit. So there you go. We'll go full months. And you can quite clearly see here that the number of properties that Crofts have been putting on the market, I would actually say it's been drifting downwards. We've got I've got some more information on this in a second. Let's go and look at Jackson, Green and Preston. We've got Lovells, Purple Bricks, well, Roost, Argyles, pirate and chrome now interestingly brian i've put some of these on a graph so let's just go and have a look at that now and you can quite clearly see here that uh jackson's have gone from 11 down to 10.8 we've got crofts at 14 and a half gone down to 10 uh roosts it does say zero there but i think if actually there must have been a mistake in the graph because roost's have been around 10%. So they've re- I'll, I'll I'll get that changed. Uh levels have gone up. Joy Walker have doubled. Not good to see there. Our have dropped. Pi and Crone have dropped. Martin Mazlin have dropped purple. I mean
1: just look at the I mean sorry just look at purple bricks. I mean if that isn't a indication of a spectacular collapse of of uh, of sentiment from the public you know reacting to something new and then actually realising that that's something new doesn't, maybe doesn't work for them in that particular part of the world, or the other agents getting better at what they were doing. But that is quite a spectacular collapse, unless, of course, they've exited completely out of that. Well, they, well, they can't have done it because they wouldn't be listening to anything. Um, that it's to me like a change of Lister. Really good local person was doing that, and then they have jumped ship.
0: It's interesting that in most locations purple bricks on average had around four or five percent uh five or six percent on average drop down now they're probably bumbling around 1.82 percent nationally so that is quite a a a massive drop i've sorted out uh ruse out there but isn't it interesting that the vast majority of the bigger agents have dropped their have dropped whilst some of the smaller ones so what i would suspect is because there's an awful lot of agents in that town is that the smaller baby agents have come have come up um, and there are some other agents that i've seen that are in the tail here which are just nibbling away at all of these agents um so not a massive drop there but again just something again if i was crofts estate agents i'd be worried slightly that i was i was number one in the town and now i'm number two that's quite a drop isn't it that's nothing personal graphs i'm just telling you how it is um should we just see let's just see who the agent who the upper quartile agent is so uh
1: two different ways to look at this okay there's what i call the apple way to look at market share and then there's the so you know the samsung way to look at market share and that is whether you are turned on by unit market share or profit market share you know revenue market share so you know i wouldn't be surprised in some situations when you look at these types of graphs rather than anyone going oh my god aren't, is it crofts don't you know panicking because they've had a 4% 4.5% drop in or 4% drop in market share they might have had a 10% bounce in revenue so happy days so we just don't know
0: okay so i'm looking at the upper quartile and the upper quartile kicks in at my word the upper quartile kicks in at two hundred fifty thousand pounds, Brian. Again, yeah. you've got to remember is that this part of the world is is quite low in house prices.
1: It's different to other parts of the world. Nothing wrong with it. So it's just you know just dynamics, regional dynamics at play. Okay,
0: so we'll just okay, so we'll okay, we might go for the upper quintile. So we'll okay, so you can quite please so let's just see what happens. Uh, okay, anything over half a minute. Let's just see who the daddy agents and the mummy agents are. On this, we'll just wait for the stats to come through. And it quite clearly see that obviously Crofts and Martin Maslim seem to oh, they, oh that's quite nice and tight.
1: Chris, uh, you, we're still on the graph that's not oh, changing on uh spread the on excel at the moment.
0: Are we still at my humblest apologies? I'll yeah. just pull that through. I there we go. Here we go. here we go. So, so I'm looking here at everything in the Grimsby and Cleetal area in the upper quartile. Well, the upper quintile. Actually, it might even be the Upper desk Des Desmile, or whatever it's called. I can't put it. Or desk right,
1: side. The upper part of the market's fine. The, the
0: posh end. We'll go to the posh end. You know, sorry, I come from Lincolnshire, so we don't use posh words. <laughs> um, and you can quite clearly see here that Crofts, Martin, Mason, and Jackson, Preston, seem to be there. But it's nice and tight up there. There's potential and opportunity there for an upper quartile agent. What you've got to remember, though, is is that the the posh area is are a little bit further south in the Wolds. So there's you know, so some interesting stuff there. Right? Okay. Let's move on and look at uh, which agent seems to be selling the most properties. So, interestingly, you can see in this graph here that um, Joy Walker in the last year has has had, in terms of listings, 5.94% of the market. Uh, That's, I'm sorry, this year 8.6%, and this year 5.94%. So, instead of looking over the last six years, we're now looking over the last year versus the year before that. So you can see here that Joy Walker and DDM seem to be picking their socks up slightly, which is nice to see. Uh, And we can see here that Argyles and Crofts are dropping. Martin Maslin are also dropping. So again, it just gives you a flavor, this platform of what's happening in the property market. This particular graph here shows you what types of properties are selling. And you can see obviously mostly it's houses, but interestingly, there's quite a lot of mobile park homes, but I would expect that being close to the the sea. yeah. um okay so interestingly what we've got here is i'm going this graph here so we've got the 24th of november brian yeah. 21 to uh the fifth oh, sorry the 5th of december now we're going to totally ignore for the second new instructions on sorts the contracts i want to look particularly at exchange and withdrawals okay so this is a very important in the last two years on average if you think about it, and I know you know this, Brian, but for people who have not watched the show before, a property will only lo- leave an estate agent's books if she either exchanges or she withdraws. If a sale falls through and it comes back on the market, it's not lefty books. So therefore, knowing how many properties you exchange on versus how many properties you put on the market is a great way to judge of how well you're doing as an estate agent because as a learned friend of mine rightly said, you put a house on the market to get them moved, not to get them marketed. You said that, Brian. I did. Okay. So, um, in the last two years, on average, sixty-five point five percent of properties that have come onto the market on agents' books in Grimsby and Cleethorpes have exchanged. But have a just have a quick look at this. Let us just just for what's name and giggles, just compare the two years. Okay. So I'm going to there we go. So from twenty-one through to November, November twenty-one to November twenty-two, on average. of properties were exchanging. Look at this. It's now 56. Wow. Okay. So this is this one stat that encapsulates the property market. Two years ago, seven out of 10 properties you put on the market, you got paid on. Now you're gonna get paid on just over one in two
1: wow that's a big concern actually uh is there any specific anomaly between a certain in certain companies where there's been a spectacular drop or has it just been a a a gradual erosion across the whole market okay well let's have a look okay
0: so i'm just going to take a photograph of this now because this is a new bit of kit which you haven't seen before and even Okay, so I'm just going to take a photograph now. There we go. Let's move the stataroonies.
1: I think it's um, across the erosion, across the entire market.
0: Right then, here we go. So I'm going to shout out... So um, I'm going to shout out... We'll, we'll we'll compare and contrast different agents, but let's just compare one year against another, okay? So I'm going to shout out the 21 figure, and I want you to shout out the yeah, the. Okay. the, 20, yeah. the the twenty yep. think, yeah. So here's the t- the twenty-two figure for Crofts was seventy-five point eight.
1: 56. Yes,
0: no, no, sorry, my apologies was seventy-seven point six seven.
1: Fifty-six point six.
0: Jackson Green and Preston 85.2. 70. Rooster State Agents, 85.2. 69.9, so
1: 70.
0: Lovell's 83. Wow, 57.7. Argyle's 85.5. 5. 79. I'm Joy rounding Walker. up by the way. Yeah, that's fine. Joy Walker, 83. 70. Martin Maslim, 82. 68. Strike, 72. 49. Pike and Crown, 92. 81. 82. Sorry. Purple Bricks, 86.
1: Not on your graph.
0: Reach Reigns, 76. 52. BHM. BMH, sorry.
1: Yeah, what are they, what were they for you?
0: Uh, sorry, 75. 59. DDM, 65.
1: 58. Okay, so. Yeah. Some have dropped bigger than others, but everyone's dropped. Nobody's up, nobody's increased or held.
0: Now this is very similar to the national picture. So now let's just have a, just a few minutes just comparing different agencies. So you can quite clearly see here that if we're looking at the top three, number two and number three have a seven in chance, seven in 10 chance of getting you moved. Whilst Crofts are at 56, so it's just over one in two. Whilst Lovells are at 56 and Joy Walkers are at 70. So therefore, if you've got someone who needs to move, then you can pull these graphs out, these stats out and actually say, Mrs. Miggins, you have a much greater chance of moving. You know, the difference between 70 and 56, it's not a 15% uplift. It is actually near a 25, early 20s if you're looking proportional percentages. So, you know, if Jackson Green Preston were going out to a property, and saying, Mrs. Miggins, and um, you're up against Crofts. Well, you've got a, probably a 20% greater chance of moving with us than, than them, because proportionally that's the same.
1: Well, yeah. And all, I mean, this is why, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how many more times you or anybody needs to tell the industry that if you're not using these statistics in your presentations that you're giving advice to people on, you're showing them, certainly, if you look at the bottom thick line of the actual statistics the jerk ju- this is the journey right that you are sitting down with somebody and advising them on if you you know you know if you someone says to you well you know why are you only charge why are you charging one percent when strike do it for free well because 30 percent of strikes customers don't actually ever move so well actually more than that 80 percent. so um that's why and that's actually why we're two percent or two and a half percent And and so you can, this is my point about, I joked earlier on about logical certainty, right? People make decisions based on two sorts of certainty, emotional logic. Moment, most stations give them logic and some pretty graphs. And they look at those graphs and think, yeah, lob that over there because I'm never looking at that again. If you're asking questions and giving advice and asking people what they're concerned about, and most of them will tell you actually moving, well, this is about risk. You have less risk with us compared to everybody else. Now it's a question of how much do you want to pay for that, reduction in risk is that reduction risk that important to you mr watkin that you're prepared to pay an additional 1% probably yes that's why we're double it is lunacy if you are not giving advice and charging appropriately for it what would your message be to the leader
0: of crofts with the low number of exchanges when you consider that, that again last you know last year let's just pull the stats up um, they were comparatively lower as well at 77 compared to their other two competitors at 85.
1: Would you just move your graph, your button off of the Martin, Mazda Martin? Sorry, you, your question was what would I say if I was Crofts?
0: Crofts, which is the number one agent, they're at 56, 57. Their two, two nearest competitors are at 70, 69. Levels are only at 57, and Joy Walker at 70. So, what would your message be to Lovells and Crofts? when you consider that their their exchange ratios are lower?
1: Well, the first thing they would need to do, my message to them is you need to have a dive in, get the drains up and have a good look at your statistics, your stats, and what do you understand as causing this? What corrections can so the first thing is before you worry about what you say, you need to understand what the problem is and then have a suitable way to compare to, to fix that a solution for it. Um, the second thing is I would then make sure that you are scoping your presentations and your advice to your staff around that because of course if you it's all well and good thinking about your customer but you should think about your team first if you're not exchanging as much therefore you're not making as much money how are you affecting your how's that affecting your team's morale and so on and so on and I suspect if you overlaid this with lettings you might see changes in lettings that might have offset sales I don't know Uh, and then thirdly make sure that you are giving advice to your clients And not being afraid of the numbers, but actually being really, really clear about what do you do differently to everybody else? How does that benefit those people? And are your every single member of your team, not just your valuers, understand that differential? We had I had an agency last week, won't say who, won't say where, having this type of chat. And I said, why are you in a state? What are your values about? And he went, went, okay. now walk into your office with me on speaker and ask every member of your staff that question. And I bet you none of them answer the way you've just done. And none of them did. So, right. So there's your, first, that's all I'm going to leave you with. There's your mission. Go and get your people to understand why you're doing it and the benefits of why someone should sell with you before you go and start telling the public. So it's yeah, kind of, if, you, if your colleagues don't know, got out the customers. Absolutely. They're never going to know, you know.
0: Okay, so let's go so again it shows you fall throughs and price changes so just uh, we won't go into too much detail there. okay now then let's have a look at this and what happens here this is again a very detailed graph but I will explain it and break it down for everyone watching So the first thing that that, that we've done, that 20 EA have looked at is that they've looked at every single one of these instructions, and they have created an automated valuation model figure, which you would know as a ValPau figure. Other AVMs are available. And what they've done is they compared your average, your original asking price versus what they think the house is worth, and then compared the percentage difference. And you can quite clearly see here that crofts do value quite tight, which is good to see. So their asking price is 0.38% higher than the what they think it's worth. Whilst Jackson, P- Green and Preston are at 0.93. Roosts at one six nine, Levels at one nine nine, and then you've got DDM at 4%. It's quite a lot of overvaluing there. But then, because we're in a tougher market, what price is achieved from the original asking price, not the reduced price, and you can quite clearly see here that Crofts are at 5.3%, and we've got uh, Jackson, Green's at 5.59. Roosts they they've got three and a half percent over the ask original asking price now if you wanted to work out what what the, the you know the difference is you take what you could then do is what because they make it nice and easy although it doesn't look easy on this is this they say right if everyone put the same 200 pound house on in grimsby in the last year what would each agent achieve for that property and croft and jackson's would set would sell the property for so on average This is the Grimsby average. All Grimsby agents would sell a 200,000 pound house for 193,000, which is a reduction of 3.34%, okay? But if we actually apply that to pound notes, Crofts would get 190,079, Jackson Green 190,575, but Roosts will get 196 and Lovells will get 194, which means that if I was Roost, Lovells or Joy Walker, I can actually use this information and say, Mrs. Miggins, according to 20EA Insights data, I will get you an extra four or five thousand pounds more than those agents, or I will get you two thousand four hundred pounds more than the grimsby average so you're not actually comparing yourself with a competitor you'll just say mrs miggins i will get you two and a half thousand pounds more than the more than the grimsby or Cleethorpes average
1: it's pretty powerful stuff isn't it yeah what's interesting about this actually just hold on to that screen if you look at the very bottom sdl property auctions you're kind of seeing what the market what we've been saying for the the last well, i don't know uh, six months or so <clears throat> if you get the pricing right at the very beginning you know actually you can actually end up getting a, a much better result for your client um so if you if i'm reading this correctly sdr property auctions whilst the sample size is lower at 18 you know asking you know, original asking listed price change is obviously lower but the actual net result on the far end is the highest on the whole lot it is, and you've got to
0: take that with a slight pinch of salt because the, the the AVM model won't know that it might be a what's name hole. And if you know, if you're selling it and then so you've got to take you, you have to take the, the low numbers really with a huge pinch of salt. And again, you've got homewise here, who are those agents who put all your they choose an agent in the town, you put all your properties on at 20% less uh with those lifetime mortgages. So again, you have to take them with a slight pinch of salt. Yeah. But I think that the magic thing here is is that there is data here which proves you get more money for a homeowner and that's the beautiful thing about this platform Um, and again there are in terms of the way that you have there are certain ways that you have to if you're going to publish this there are certain ways that you have to uh, portray this in your marketing so you don't get into trouble with the ASA but again, if you take on the 20 twenty-eight insights platform, they'll show you how to do that. Again, I'm not paid commission. I'm just, I just genuinely think it's a game changer. This, okay. Uh, in terms of which agents sell the quick the houses quickest, we can quite clearly see here that there are some agents like DDM that take on average fifty nine days because that's new instruction to sell agreed. Whilst there are other agents like Jackson Green and Preston which take one hundred thirteen days. And then the pink bit is the number. So you've got new instruction to it agreed and said agreed to completion.
1: But Mayfair Estate Agents, 407 days.
0: But again, uh, that might be just one property, because it will just, it'll just do that. So um, I think you know it does show all the agents. So it it's it's just the bigger agents who are probably more concerned. Interesting,
1: just Chris, on that point, actually, if you scum down by four, you've got for sale by owner. Go back to where you were. Right. Okay, so that's interesting. Now you've now got some statistics to look at. If you go and do this yourself, that's what you're facing. So 91 days without an estate agent involved. So Mm -hmm. if you are an estate agent, (laughs) I'd be having a look at that and being a little bit like, hello, hang on a minute. If the seller sells directly to the public themselves, they're doing it quicker than me. And yet our job is to find a buyer. What, look at some of those numbers
0: intriguing right okay final screen as we look at the rentals now again this is for the last two years the rental market is a little bit different in terms of the stock because you're just regurgitating your your existing stock so seeing growth of properties and things like that is a little bit more difficult but it gives you a flavor of which agent is the dominant agent you quite clearly see here that open rent as i would expect in a northern town is quite high at 12 percent. looks like jackson green preston uh, and Crofts and Lovells are the big daddy agents in there. Galaxy of Homes, wow! Big round of applause for them. I love that name,
1: <laughs> best name I've heard for it all year.
0: Retrains Rains, Pygots, indeed. Uh, so we've got some great agents there, and it just gives you a flavour. I'm just going to take a photograph of that because I'll need that for my social media. Uh, well done, Galaxy of Homes. It gives you a flavour of where the market is. And you can see here what your market share for new listings have been this year compared to new listings last year. But again, there's not much stock coming on the market. I mean, my my daytime job is I help letting agents attract landlords to their letting agency. Um, and it is hard work to get people to swap agents, but there are techniques out there uh quite good techniques to get an agent to get a landlord to swap letting agents but it gives you a flavor of, of what's happening in the
1: don't yeah and if you're an estate agent watching this show um don't fall into the trap of thinking oh look it's 77 pence average pound per square foot that's because obviously the, the the model of the data people here has not changed the square footage to take into account the fact that it's rent
0: it is yeah
1: it's that's that's 77p per square foot
0: for rent not for not yeah I, I, I don't know why they put that in they i think it's because they did it for the sales which is great because we as data geeks like that yeah. and i think they just brought brought it across okay okay final thoughts before we leave the ladies and gentlemen
1: well i just think you know we've we've those people that have started the year and are finishing the year you know well done you know you've uh you've stayed in business in what everyone had said uh, other than us, actually, at the end of last year, oh, it's going to be, you know, complete carnage, you know, 2023. Of course, it's a lot of rubbish. It hasn't been. You know, I still don't understand these e- economist forecasters who think they know uh, crystal balls, and they most of them are complete idiots and completely wrong, um, thankfully. But the people on the ground in the front line of state agencies, they understand it. So this is really now, in my opinion, an opportunity for 2024, which we are expecting to be, or expect it to be a similar market to this year if it's better than that happy days what have you learned what's worked really well for you and maybe ask your staff this question before christmas tell me two things we haven't been doing that we should start and tell me two things we are doing that we should stop and on that note we will
0: leave the show as i said uh i have no plans to do week 49 unless there's some amazing stats out there but you know, I do have a plan to do a big end-of-year special where we're going to try and bring a few of the guys and guys in, boys and girls, into the show, you know, try and get everyone on. Um, I'm trying. I'm looking into whether we make it live to ask questions. Um, if you – what I would say is this. If you're listening to this and you do have questions, just in case I cannot make it live because of the timings of getting everyone together means it's silly or – whatever then please do email any questions you've got for 2024 on a statistically based nature both in terms of if you want to talk about house prices we don't often talk about house prices but we can talk about those stats or anything else like that please email them in to christopher at christopher watkin there's no s on the end.co.uk or send them to me via youtube on the connect on the 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 message the messages or send them through my social media i'm on linkedin and facebook Um, Brian, thank you for your time today Um, You you are certainly a fantastic uh, uh, co-presenter on our shows and you'll certainly be coming back next year whether you like it or not (laughs) Uh, But more importantly thank you ladies and gentlemen for staying with us uh, throughout this year This started off as a little bit of a pet project It does take myself and my right hand lady Tatiana at least five hours a week to put this together, to film it, to bring it together and then post edit it But um, I think it's worth it, Um, and it's a a great idea. I want to say thank you for 20EA for giving me access to the Insights platform. Um, I want to say thank you to Property Industry Eye for pushing the show. It is appreciated, Mark and uh, Nick and the team there. But more importantly, thank you for watching the show and staying with us. Uh, It is my plan to carry on with this show in 2024 to give highlight of what's happening in the UK property market right here, right now. So we'll leave it at that. Wish you a happy Christmas. We'll see you back for the end of year special, uh, unless week 49 is stupid and we have to do one, but I don't, I'm don't. i not planning to do one. And then we'll return in the new year. We'll probably wait two or three weeks before we get started because the first couple of weeks, the numbers are all over the place. But we will start in the new year uh, back and uh, we'll take it from there. So thank you very much. <laughs>